Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Why not? I mean, <laughs> tell me the downside to having a pizza in the car. Speaking of the song right here, right? We got to go right to this one. Uh, Jason Light turns green. I'm still doing the YMCA. If you're going, if you're going that far out of your way to call me out on a good vibe on the road, let's freaking do it. Let's do it. Sunroof down, so when you go to the Y, your yep. hand can come out the roof. I mean, you got to make sure that you got enough room to do it. Uh, Jason wants to know important YMCA follow up. Astley, which village person are you? You're dressing up. You got three buddies. You're going to be the village people. You get first pick. Which one are you doing? You would know better than I would. I, I, what do you I mean? don't. I, I'm not going to know, you know which one. You don't know who they are, do you? I'm definitely not the guy to ask. I'm going to go with. How about the dude? You're no Google searching, but I see you well, working I definitely right Google now. Google searched it. <laughs> the dude in the front. I want to be the dude in the, the front. The dude wearing, in the front. I don't looking think like an officer. Looking like an answer. officer. The naval officer or the police officer? Looks like a police officer here. That's the correct answer, by the way. Yeah. The, the correct answer because I'm going cop for no other reason. I'm going to grow the stash back, right? I'm going to go Fu Manchu <laughs> police guy, right? What did like, they I, tell I, you? I, that, hey, what, 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 what would happen if they told you, like, hey, that sounds good. Here's your motorcycle. Just meet us over. <laughs> just come. What are you doing? Are you just walking say, the can, motorcycle? Can, can I have an e-bike? <laughs> I, I'm not ready for a motorcycle, but give give me an e-bike. I could do it. I would have also accepted construction worker, uh, Slee. That's another possible answer to the YMCA. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Officer did, did one is solid. Did, yeah, it's good. You, you could pull off the construction. Give you the little orange vest and the hard hat. I think you could pull that off. That might be a good look for you. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Why not? Manuel in Gardena with another transpo asks Lee. Manuel, what's going on? Hey, man. You guys are golden, bro. Uh, I agree. The the whole motorcycle angle. And what about those three-wheeled motorcycles? Talk about that (laughs) off there. But anyway, so you've been transported 50 years ago, Slee, maybe 100. You have to travel across a countryside. You only have two choices. Which screwed, one will, will it be? I'm screwed. Yep. Horse and carriage or rickshaw? <laughs> I don't think, go ahead, Al. Let's ask Slee. Go ahead and field that one. Um, I'll go horse carriage. Yeah. Well, you, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know who the person carrying the rickshaw would be, but that seems We're like not a getting really very far. long walk. We're not getting very far. <laughs> Okay, it's 100 On years a ago, shot. so it's 1922. Yep. Mm-hmm. World War II has just ended. Or World War One has just ended. Yep. Excuse me. Right? World War One is over, and somebody says, hey, Slee, hop in the rickshaw. There's no transcontinental highways. There's no interstate system. That's still a good 10, 15 years away. Rickshawing across the United States sounds like a very bad idea. Do you I, remember, I don't care if uh, the rock is pulling you. I don't see it. It's it's not here in you know downtown, at least in L.A., but in San Diego, that was very popular. In that gas lamp area, 
where you have somebody just, you know, they're on their bikes, right? They're on the bike. But that's and, a bike, right? That's right, not, right. He's not dragging you by foot. But just on the bike, seeing it's these awful. guys go, there's three people in the back, and, like, there's a little incline here on 6th Avenue or whatever the case is. I'm like, <laughs> this guy's going to – I'd have a heart attack doing this. Well, you notice all those guys weigh 112 pounds. <laughs> They've got nothing but calves and quads because they're dragging Sliwa and Travis up the hill every it's day because we're too lazy to walk to the Padre game by ourselves. All right. Um, <laughs> by the way, that's so true. That the laziness of – well, I know, but it's four blocks away. Yeah, that's dude, nine dude. minutes. Walk. Slee, I've yeah. had seven beers, and the game hasn't even started yet. Um, can we just get on one of those bikes? Can we just have that guy please the answer is yes. the rest of the way? The answer is <laughs> yeah, yes. Like you're going to say no. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, we talked about Matthew Stafford, how good he was. Mm-hmm. We talked about the Rams defense, arguably their best defensive performance of the year. They were all over Kyler Murray. Special teams, special. amazing. Fantastic. Coaching calls. Fantastic. Everybody. Everything. Every mm-hmm. Fans, great. All of, all of those things. You know what we didn't kind of throw into the mix yesterday yep the very likely possibility that arizona just sucks mm-hmm. that 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 is good as and I'm, i don't want to take anything away from the rams the way that they play because they play great right like we said all, all three phases well, some, of the game, sometimes both and, things can be right yep but how much of the rams looking the way they did was the fact that they this was a team that was seven and oh they finished the season four and six they got blown out in the playoffs. The only game they won really over the last month and change of the season was a game against the Cowboys who on their best day were okay, but they were yep. kind of inconsistent along the way. This is a team that lost to the Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. This is not a good football team. I know that they got off to a great start, but we're t- that I, I, the, the more I get away from this, the more I'm saying, all right, look, I love the matchup in Tampa. I love the matchup against Tom Brady. I like all of the things that the Rams did in this love, game. But love the matchup? Yeah, I do. Really? I do. I really okay. do. They, they've played him twice, and they've had mm-hmm. – look, this could come back and bite me in the ass. I really love his – they've given Brady a hard time. Aaron Donald really oh, they've messes got pressure. with him. No, no they've question They've gotten about pressure it. both yep. times, which is, the, which is the magic bullet to beat Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. But I, I, the more I look at that Arizona game, the less I feel about that was all Rams. And as much look, Cliff Kingsbury might get fired. It was that bad. Hmm. That th- th- this is not. You did not clip the Niners. You did not clip the Packers or the Bucks. That was a pretty terrible Arizona team that was way out of their position seeding wise. That was not a good football team that they beat on Monday night. So here's I, I think the the best way to put it is this: the Rams did have a great game, and you give the Rams credit. You're not going to see anything remotely close to that uh, this upcoming Sunday. As in, the Rams probably are not going to look that good because the competition is going to be a lot different. You were talking about Arizona. They lost four of their last five games. And, and let's not – they never got over when, – when DeAndre Hopkins went out with his injury – they never got over that. Like, that they was to the Rams, who were missing half the damn team, and they found out five minutes before kickoff. Yep. You can't lose. If you're Arizona, you can't lose that game. That's a terrible loss. They also lost not just to the Lions. Colts didn't make the playoffs. Seahawks didn't make the playoffs. So they lost four of their last five games. They did, they, they did obviously have that win against Dallas. I thought Panthers. the Hopkins. I thought Panthers the Hopkins. terrible. I thought the uh, Hopkins injury was, you know, obviously crucial for them. But put all that to the side. Also, what did they do? I mean, from the start of the game, there was never any pressure. I mean, it seemed like Kyler Murray just looked like he was panicking the entire game. Did they ever really put pressure on Matt Stafford? Did Stafford look incredibly comfortable every time he dropped back? I think it's a, sure did. It's a combination of both. I, I think 
No question about it, you can make an argument. That was one of the best played games by the Rams. But at the same time... Oh, I'll go further, Al. It was their best game of the season, and it wasn't close. At the it same time, close. the competition, Arizona, that's a really that's not a fair gauge to say, hey, this is who we're going to be every single week because I, I don't think that's going to be the case. And you know, obviously the competition is going to get incredibly tougher. But I think it's a good point to make. This is the last time we're going to talk about the Arizona Cardinals. This is this is going to be it. They were that bad this weekend, and that I don't think you can. Um, I don't think you could. Uh, you know, you can't really undermine that. That's that's kind of the reality of the situation. The situation was give the Rams all the credit in the world, but Rams were or the Cardinals were really, really bad in the process. You know what the Rams got out of this, and and this is this is all positive. This is the Arizona, not a good team, and the Rams took care of them like they were not a good team, which is a good mm-hmm. sign. This is the equivalent of. Your, ba- your, your team can't get any hits. They can't score any runs, right? You're just kind of, you know, we're struggling a little bit. We can't hit this pitcher. This thing. You need to go get a guy that you light up and you do, right? They went in. The, the Cardinals are the ultimate batting practice for the Rams. That is a really good matchup mm-hmm. for them, something that they've really succeeded with historically, both with Kyler Murray and before Kyler Murray. Sean McVay's only lost them. Let's go get a bunch of doubles. Let's hit a bunch of home runs. Let's hang 12 runs on the board. And then when you got to go face, you know, Jacob DeGrom next yeah. <laughs> or whoever, Randy Johnson, you're feeling good about it. Right, I know you're. I know you're not going to hit, you know, seven home runs the way you did off of Kyler Murray, but going into the game against Tom Brady, I, I, I just, I just remember what it feels like to get a couple of really hard hits. I like this. I, I it was the perfect matchup going into this game. They kind of needed a team to smack around the way that they did. It's a good comp because remember during the Dodgers season, Dodgers were feast or famine. Right, they'd go through those moments where they'd score three runs over three games or five games or whatever it was. Right, five runs over three games. But then they'd have that one game, and maybe they played Arizona, or maybe the Padres, who they uh, played well against all season long. They had one of those games where it was like, there's 11 for you, or there's nine runs, and there's 10 hits in the process. But then you also know, if you look down the road, hey, this upcoming weekend, we have the Giants, and the game can go either way. And I think that's that's kind of a, a good comp or a good example. It's like you got that one, you, you got that series that you needed before you're going to go play the San Francisco Giants, and obviously for the for the Rams this weekend, it's a tough matchup. It's a it's a team that's not scared of you, and you're not scared of them. But anyone can win. So speaking of right, the matchup. What happens next? This is exactly where they were last year. What does it mean if you win? What does it mean if you lose for not just this season, but for what's coming up next? It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Leave Vito alone. Vito's just trying to live his life. 
had to go to New Hampshire to kind of figure out who it was. I Vito got a bad deal. I feel bad for Vito the entire time. A uh, little bit late, asks Lee. Not late because it came in late, late because I didn't do it. Greg Bergman wants in on this. This is great. Uh, Berg says when Slee is hooping alone in the gym, does he pull out the cones and chairs and do drills? And who does he pretend the chair defender is? That's awesome. You want to know what I do? I throw on my uh, headphones. I throw some reggae on, and it's slow motion basketball, my man. Just <laughs> slow motion, taking some shots, taking it in, and then a minute and a half into it, it's like, uh, you know what? A little short of breath right now. A little short of breath. You're not you're not setting up the chair and thinking that uh, Trevor Ariza is trying to d you up on the perimeter and you got to shake him and get a, a three off before the buzzer. You know it's funny. That's actually that's that I never understood that when like there'll be somebody on the other half of the court. You don't see it often, okay? But they're like doing straight up drills, like real drills, like you know they're whatever it is. Um, or sometimes, and I haven't played. I haven't played in a, a league in a couple of years, or whatever the case is. But uh-huh. guys, before a league game, I'm like, "What are you doing here? What are we doing? What are you you running suicides? Like, <laughs> you don't have to do this. This when the game ends, these referees, you know, are going to make thirty nine bad calls. Nobody cares. Nobody's paying attention. The clock is running. Oh, oh, wrong, 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 wrong. They care a lot. Who cares? You say nobody cares. The the guy doing the drill. Oh, no, I, I know. I know he cares. But that's why I'm <laughs> asking is why cares. does he care? There, there's always one of those guys on both teams, right? Yeah. So you got one on your squad who's getting ready to break down the guy on the other squad. And they, by the way, these are how fights start because if there's ten people playing, eight people there just want to have a good time. But there's one guy on the team whose coach screwed him in high school and didn't let him play varsity. And there's another guy on the other team who felt like he should have gotten a scholarship from you know sure. AT and T Tech. Yep. DeVry, so both of these DeVry guys University. are work- mm-hmm. they're working through their animosities in that moment. That's how pickup games okay. are not fun for everybody else. Don't don't get me wrong. I mean, it's naturally anything you do that's competitive, you're going to be competing. And, and I'd want to win more than the next guy that's on, on the other side of it. But how much do you really care? Like, to be doing a drill before the game starts, to be giving lip service... Left, to be giving lip service to the ref as if, hey, if I don't get this call, I'm going to have to play in Europe uh, next season. That's the part that I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, you got to be around these guys more. They're all – they are everywhere. They are um, everywhere. So next holiday is Valentine's Day, right? That's the next one that's uh, that's coming up. Cross your ass over, Bergman. Right now. <laughs> Just you and I right now. <laughs> You're going to have to find plan B, Al, because you can no longer go to White Castle for Valentine's Day meals. They are planning, they are canceling their traditional Valentine's Day festivities due to the coronavirus pandemic. But before, they give you a little romantic touch. They had fine dining, reservations, hostess yep. seating, tableside service. So you're going to have to go to plan B for you and Lady Slee. No more White Castle uh, Valentine's Day. If it, there still was White Castle Valentine's Day and that was plan A, I would also have to go to plan B because my girl probably wouldn't be with me after the White Castle <laughs> Valentine's Day reservation that uh, that I set for her and I. Yeah, if it's done ironically, it's it, it's a pretty good bit. You know, I'm okay with that. Like, for instance, it, I, I'm i going to celebrate my 25th wedding anniversary this my year. Man. Okay? okay. So that's that's pretty good, right? That's mm-hmm. that's we, we got the over. We covered the over. So 25, like, if for my 25th wedding anniversary – 
I said, Susie, you know, back in 1997, I made the best decision I've ever made in my life when I asked you to marry me, and we've had three wonderful children together, and I look forward to 25 more years with you. Mm -hmm. Got reservations at White Castle. She would find that hilarious. She, sure. she would think that is I could see that. really, really funny. So I'm, I'm okay with that. But Valentine's Day is a different deal. And we've kind of hit a point in our relationship, our marriage, where it kind of just goes by the board. We acknowledge it. I'll buy some wine and get some flowers and those sorts of things. But the days of, like, elaborate Valentine's Day have kind of they're, – they're in the rearview mirrors. That is that good that we're at a point in our relationship where we're very comfortable just doing what we do, spending time together the way we do? Or is this a bad sign that we've just kind of punted on the romantic day of the year? Which one of no. those two things no, is you're saves money. It's not it even you know money, right. you know what's funny it's it is first of all Valentine's Day is it's the worst day to go out like it's the worst day to go take your significant other or a date or a wife or whatever the case is it's the worst so the fact that you guys are not taking Valentine's Day seriously or aren't really paying that much attention to it is sounds like a healthy relationship in my opinion Good. let me let me give you let me give you an example okay so Valentine's Day this year falls on Super Bowl Sunday. No, I'm sorry. It falls <laughs> on a Monday. Monday. It falls on right. a Monday, the 14th, right? Right. But who's going to – do you think the restaurants are going to be lined up with people on Monday? They're probably not. It's going to probably be that Saturday where people are going out for Valentine's Day, I I'm assuming. Bro, it's the worst setup at every restaurant. It's nobody's fault. It's just everybody is trying to go out for Valentine's Day – you go to a nice steakhouse, like if you're accustomed to going to a certain steakhouse, go on Valentine's Day, all of a sudden you're in like the back hallway of a banquet room and they're like, no, it's the same. Nothing changed. Nothing changed. <laughs> Guys, I'm paying the same price that I was when I come on a, you know, a non-Valentine's Day, but they're trying to just fit everybody in. It's, it's the worst day to go out. All right, so Emily has mentioned this a few times before. She worked at uh, Chick-fil-A. Was it high school, Emily, that you were at Chick-fil-A? Yeah, it was when I was in high school. Okay, yes. they do something similar at, at yeah. Chick-fil-A? You can do Valentine's Day with uh, a Chick-fil-A sandwich? Yeah, so they, they tried it out for a bit. So I know that they still do it where you can buy, you know, a heart-shaped box that has a bunch of chicken nuggets in it. It's very cute if you if you have a significant other that loves Chick-fil-A. But when I worked there, uh, one year we tried where we kind of did the formal dining aspect of Chick-fil-A. They dimmed the lights. They had all these, like, nice <laughs> table setups. loose at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> uh, hey, baby. Let's. What do you say? Spicy? Not spicy? Pickles? Right? No pickles? What are you into tonight? It's my pleasure. That's what we. That's what we always say. So uh, oh, that's right. You have to say that. <laughs> and so yeah, we would dress up like actual waiters, like in nice suits and nice dresses, and and sit around and, and serve people. Was it and full? Like, was it popular? They had a they had a decent amount of people come, and we had like real flowers. So I think it was about like half the half the dining room was taken up by that, and it was it was really fun. But I don't think we did it again. Uh, okay, so. So White Castle, if I'm correct here, they're still offering the Love Cube meal. So you can still get the meal; you just can't dine in. You can't you do like can't reservation. Dine in. So you can still me get the Love eight, Cube. What is that, Al? Eight sliders with cheese, two small soft drinks, and a choice of two shareable sides for just fourteen ninety nine. Okay, it's the love. Damn but right it is. I, I, I hey babe. I don't know the Valentine's Day. Like I, I think we're all we're, we're all adults over. here. Right, we're 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 all adults here. Valentine's Day is a romantic holiday. 
Right, it's 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 something where you're going to express your affection, your affection, I should say, both um, your emotional affection and your physical affection for one another. Right, this Amanda is, this is... texted us and said it's a joke holiday, <laughs> okay, and good. that she'd I'm... be stoked on White Castle for Valentine's Day. <laughs> okay, but okay, hold on, hold on. I, I'm with her to a point. The point that I I, I kind of lose the thread through this whole thing is it's the end of the night, mm-hmm. gone out had our wine perhaps and you know what told each other our deepest feelings about one another i don't know if i'm super feeling it after eight sliders i feel like that's a it's a bad setup to the back half of the night it's pretty uh, you, know, honey, you had Real six quick, of them 100 you had six of them <laughs> just have a full yeah, diet coke and, and three's you not enough <laughs> Three sliders isn't that's barely a regular hamburger. I'm not doing that. So what you're usually not going to go do is have six hey, sliders, baby. some fries, a shareable item, and a soft drink, and say, you know what, I'm going to go for a jog. That usually doesn't happen. I just had eight sliders. What are you? What are you doing? Freaky. <laughs> I just. I feel like that's a. It's bad. It's a bad set. I don't know. Have you guys ever had White Castle? You, you can't knock uh, till you try it. I'm in, it I've had it. I'm, I'm it indifferent. I'm indifferent. I, I've had it. Eh. It's fine. It's Could sliders. set the mood. No, no, it doesn't. That's the whole point. <laughs> if they, if they, unless if White unless, Castle doesn't get look, you in the you mood, what? Trav, I don't know what gets you in the mood. I'm wrong. I, I started to say something, and I realized, you know, Trav, you're wrong. You need to stop and, and re- readdress this. If that's what you're into, good for you. Do your thing. If, sl- if sliders are the thing that, yep. that, that gets your motor running, <laughs> let's, let's – Let's let it rip. What the? Have you done anything? Are you? Do you? Are you still in that point of relationship where you kind of feel like I need to do the Valentine's thing, or are you guys in a good spot? No, I, I think either way, whether you're in a good spot or not, I still think it's nice to do something. You know what I mean? So I'll, I'll definitely are, okay. set up a reservation, go have dinner somewhere, uh, pay way too much on that night, be frustrated because there's way too many people out. The service is not that good. Yeah, just a regular Valentine's Day. <laughs> no, the here it is. This is yep. it's it's great. It is. Not the most thoughtful thing in the world, but it's effective. Costco, right? And you, you don't take her to Costco, but you stop by Costco on your way home. I was going to say, not, you're going to get a white and you're going to take I her. saw hey, both your babe. faces. Like, I'm not saying, hey, go look, go get that one quarter of a taquito in the little paper uh, wrapper. That's the happy Valentine's What's Day, this? sweetheart. What's this? the executive membership? Pretty sure, uh, pretty sure I'm taking you to Costco tonight. What, what do they have at uh, Costco? Flowers and wine. Right, flowers and wine. It was. I, I think I've told you this story before. When I was living in Houston, I'm in the uh, line at Costco checkout, and I have flowers and wine. And it wasn't Valentine's Day. It was. It was a birthday or something like that. And this man who's in line behind me is probably north of eighty, like a, an older gentleman. Mm-hmm. And he he we make eye contact with each other. And, hey, how you doing? Good, good, good. And he looks at what I have on the belt, and it's nothing but flowers and wine. And he says, "So, you looking to get out of trouble?" Or looking to get into some. <laughs> I said, well, coming from an 83-year-old man, this is a little bit of an uncomfortable question, but I, I like that. That guy's head was in the right spot. Are we looking it's, to get into trouble or get out of it? It's the perfect question. It's, it's impossible for you Impossible for you to go to Costco and just get flowers and wine. You're going to end up with one of the rotisserie chickens. Okay? Tires. So now, now the car smells like chicken. Uh, so do Poppin'. the flowers. You're going to end up with whatever it is. You're like, oh, we need some eggs and this and that, and you're going to end up uh, with a, a bunch of stuff. <laughs> they had salmon fillets on, on sale. I, I had to get it. Happy Valentine's Day. Here's some Scottish smoked salmon. <laughs>
Just gonna say, do not get me uh, Cheez Its for Valentine's Day. That that's where I uh, yeah, that my, that's where I draw my line. With, uh, okay, with let's say line. what do, do we want to? Give us that young man's first name. What was his name? There's a million of them, unless it's very and very his specific. last name. It's Matt. And, so and it's tag Matt. him on Twitter. Yeah. Okay, so when Matt showed up with the Cheez Its on your beach date, if he had had because when. We started talking sliders. You didn't seem that. You said, hey, you know, if that's the thing, if he had showed up with that, were we in a better spot? Or did he need to go like honestly, charcuterie? Honestly, if someone rolled up with like McDonald's chicken nuggets, I think I'd be fine with that. But I don't know about a burger. McDonald's chicken nuggets, I'm okay. I think it's the Cheez-Its of it all. I think you have to wait through a drive through for some McNuggets, but it's you have to you go to the grocery store and get that uh, Cheez-Its. I don't, I, don't, I don't like that as much. What if he Uber eats to the McDonald's? What if you're there and he's like, hey, look, you, I got a big surprise coming your way. It's absolutely coming here. Uber eats you is expensive. The come on the, well, that means he went deep. That means he dug into his pocket a little bit. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Pet protection comes free with auto collision coverage. Visit Progressive.com. Factor Cap coming up next. Would you buy a house? specifically designed for someone else. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Welcome in, guys. And uh, per last segment, if there's any eligible bachelors uh, in my age group that are listening, uh, I'm I'm free. What is the age group? Give me the range. You're 25, (laughs) right? I would say 25 to 32. So some 22-year-olds are out of luck? Pretty much, yeah. I All would right. say 22 year olds are out of luck, but uh, I right. don't know. Right person, right time. We'll see. <laughs> All right. So, up first, Michael Jordan's home in the suburbs of Chicago has been on sale for a really long time because it's really super uber customized for Michael Jordan. So, you would want to own a house that was previously owned by a celebrity and designed by that celebrity. Travis, is this factor cap? Uh, cap. And, and here's what, like, the Jordan thing in particular, I'm assuming. It's because Michael Jordan is a particularly tall human being that the house is designed for somebody that's tall. Because if you ever got in- stuff too, uh, yeah, then a hard, hard, hard cap on that. Then because here's the deal: if you've ever gone into somebody's house that has built a custom home for them, nothing kind of fits. 
right? Like if you have somebody that's a smaller person, the countertops are really low. If you have a bigger person, they're really high. There's a reason there's kind of a standard height for all this stuff because whether you're 5'6 or 6'5", or it all kind of fits. So no, I, I want my own house. If it were somebody that I really knew and was super into what they were into, perhaps – like if there was a uh, a Dodger themed house, maybe I'd be all over that. But uh, Michael Jordan, uh, hard pass on that. Uh, I'll go fact on this one. Michael Jordan, are you kidding me? I could say that I. Hey, wh- where do you live? Oh, just Michael Jordan's old home. Um, <laughs> I know what you're saying that nothing's going to fit, nothing's going to make sense. But that's okay. It's Michael Jordan. I think there's certain people I'd be okay with it, and I'm sure Jordan wasn't uh, cutting any corners. I'm sure the house no. is unbelievable. I'm actually surprised because it is Jordan's home that it hasn't gone up for uh, – or it, it's up for sale, but it hasn't been sold. Aren't you surprised, Trav, somebody with money that's saying to themselves, hey, of course I'll take Michael Jordan's home. It's Michael Jordan. No, now you can play I, the other I, side I, of it and say, I also got a lot of money and I'll just build my own custom home. I, well, that's it right there. Yeah. Like if, I, if, I'm, if I'm wealthy enough to buy Michael Jordan's house – I don't want number 23 etched into the bottom of the swimming pool. I don't want that. Why do I want Not that? Bad. I, no, Not what bad. do I care? What do Every I care? time I, somebody comes, look, it's like, yeah, this is the home no. Michael Jordan built. Right. That's pretty damn right. cool. It's Michael Jordan's house. Well, I don't. I want my house. I want Travis's house. I don't want Michael Jordan's old place. You're making Especially it sound, as an adult. Nah, I'm not I'm, making it sound I'm like it's, I'm that. buying Eddie Jones' home. Okay. <laughs> It's you Michael would buy Jordan. Eddie Jones' home. Of course I would. <laughs> Michael can Jordan. I get, you, you would buy the street. Like, can we, did uh, Cedric Sabalos live across the street? Can I take a look at that one, too? <laughs> nah, Sabalos, no. <laughs> Sabalos, <laughs> You're out on Club Said? Yeah, yeah. All no. right. Fair Eddie, yes, not, not Sabalos. You got to think about all the Valentines they spent in that home as well. Yeah, and I don't know. I, I'd like my <laughs> own space. But, okay, next, uh, The Rock was spotted on the Manning Cax cast flexing his 31 million dollar t-rex skull if you became insanely wealthy you know what you would buy solely just to flex on others alan's is factor cap uh it's cap because i i don't know because i have not given that thought but it's it's interesting that if you had just a ton of money and there was something that you wanted to flex with it would definitely be sports related it'd definitely be you know, Laker related. I'm just use as an example. If I have all the money in the world and I could buy somebody selling like a piece of the Great Western form, and it's like the hardwood. You know, like, like you would find something. Like the wood from the sauna, like something <laughs> weird like that. <laughs> the actual Great Western form, like the actual floor, right? Oh, or, the, the court. Okay, the court. If it was, you know, something. I'd prefer co- the sauna. <laughs> It's something Kobe related or something. I mean, if you just have stupid money and it doesn't matter, uh, I definitely have to give it. But have I? Do I know what that is today? Like, have I given that thought? I have not, and that's probably because I'm not in a position to do that. Trav, you got something <laughs> in mind that you? There's like a go-to. Yeah, it's it's and it's not like a T-Rex skull or anything like that. If I had money, like The mm-hmm. Rock, I'm buying solitude and anonymity. Bye. Right, I, I, you, you will never see me again. You will never hear from me again. If I need you, I'll reach out and you can. But come the house to my we know, somewhere. right? Like the house, the house we know. But are you buying something in the house? Nah, 
I, I, I'm, I'm going to have like an area. I'm not going to have a house. I'm going to have a compound. I'm going to have a ski lift and I'm going to have a golf course. I'm going to have these sorts of things. I don't need trinkets like that. That doesn't really intrigue me. I'm not going to buy Picasso's and Monet's. I'm going to buy a place where I can bring the people that I want to have near me, come near me and then send them away when I'm done. That's what I'm buying. And then a Chevy Silverado. Um, I already got all that. All the things that round it up. <laughs> <laughs> I already got it. I don't even need to be the rock and I've got my silver on. Total Chevy. All right. Uh, so next, because of cartoons and movies, you are deathly afraid of quicksand as a kid. Travis is this factor cat. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's a good question. Um, deathly afraid. No. So Cap, I do want to know why that was such a um, – traditional trope in cartoons and TV shows and like Gilligan's Island or whatever it might be like, as far as I can tell, it doesn't even really exist. Like I've never encountered quicksand in my real life. I've never met no anybody quicksand on the five, <laughs> no quicksand in California. As far as I can tell, I've never met anybody that got stuck in quicksand or died in quicksand. And there was always a vine hanging nearby where you could pull yourself out. So it's more of a, a, a curiosity than something I was uh, fearful of um first of all quicksand is very real so let's uh let's stop pretending like it's not and whatever <laughs> that that fear was as a kid are you kidding me that's like the worst i'm i'm just slowly and the harder i work to get out the the deeper i'm going in this sounds awful trav i don't know how that doesn't scare you at all not that i wake <laughs> up every day and i'm walking around pasadena in the rolls bowl and i say to myself well <laughs> Avoid this area right here, but you know what yeah, I fear? that's that sounds like an awful way to go, and uh, it is real. My, my my fears are much more fact based. I fear diabetes and heart disease. I I, I I fear I fear running out of money before I die. These these are the fears that I have. I'm not worried about getting stuck in quicksand. I, I'm worried more, about being 85 and having to work at Walmart as a greeter. That's where, what I'm afraid of. Where are you on this? <laughs> when you fly, I don't know about you. I'm okay on planes. All is good. But, man, something about when you take off and something about you land – do certain things just kind of start popping into your mind? Do you are you any fear there? I used to be much more uh, of a nervous flyer, N not so much anymore. Like I, I've I've entered the point in my life that if I just going over, up and coming down, that's <laughs> it. If I if I killed over right now or going up and just if 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 that was the day, mm -hmm. my affairs are in order. Like everything, everybody that I love in my life, they would be taken care of. I'm good there. It's the it's the other stuff. It's the stuff where it's going to take me out that I typically worry about. I'm super nervous flyer, so uh, yeah, I, I totally. Hey, I don't, I don't think it's going to make it easier. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I just find out. More nauseous. Only one way to find out. I think I've tried it before, and I don't think it's really Didn't help. Oh, all right, no. Anyway, Drugs. so. <laughs> Try that. <laughs> Drugs are always the answer. Just yep. kidding. Don't listen to that, kids. Okay. Uh, Wait, real quick. Big E yeah. on Twitter. Anthony Peeler's old condo just went on the market. <laughs> you got to buy it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> last, Parker. That's good. La last one, guys. Uh, naps are essential. Alan, is this factor cap? Cap. Uh, they're not essential. They are. What do we use? There's There's luxury and there's necessity. They're not a necessity. They are a luxury. If you get one in... Fantastic. Let's use as an example. Today we have, you know, we're doing the show in the morning. Laker game doesn't start till 7.30. I will not take a nap. Um, and that's, I'm just not wired to do it. That doesn't say that it doesn't happen once in a blue moon. 
they're not essential to me for some people. Uh, and I think people, this is a big thing. No, no, I have to have a nap. I got to get 15 minutes, 20 minutes in. And they still will work an entire day and do everything that they're doing, but it helps them kind of break up the day. I'm just not one of those guys. Yeah, I, I respect what you're saying, Al. My wife is exactly like you. Like if she takes a nap in the middle of the day, I assume she's dying. Like I, we, she, she only sleeps when she's sick, right? She is a, she's a machine. She doesn't, she does not sleep. She does not take naps, and she hates them. That on the rare occasion it'll happen, she, she doesn't like it. Travis, on the other hand, loves a nap. I, I, there's a little sweet spot that's in that 20 minute little area where if you just kind of lay on the couch and close your eyes for 20 minutes, it feels like you've been energized for the rest of the day. I, I am a huge nap fan. You can 100%. Okay. But like, is it, is it happening? Like today, are you taking a nap? I can't do it. No, I don't do it every day. It's more like a little treat, right? I can't. Okay. Do, I, have, I have stuff to do today, so I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get. And by the way, it has to happen at roughly the same time, right? You have to do it somewhere around one or two o'clock because if you do it at four, you're dead meat. <laughs> you you can't recover yeah, from the four o'clock nap to go to bed at a at a normal time. But if I can kind of just put my my feet up and and close my eyes around one thirty two o'clock in the afternoon, bye. Uh, I am out like a light. Got to set an alarm, though. Don't sleep through it. That's a that's a bad deal. Now you're screwed up for a few days. All right. So we mentioned it a second ago. Rams are right where they were. What happens next? Success or failure based on one game? Is that where we are? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I can come up with nine more. <laughs> Don't challenge me, Chris. If you want the ten Travis commandments, I can I can have those on your desk in a, in a day or two. And, and number, I'm thinking the hot dog thing, Al. Maybe like number number six, kind of in the middle. It's not it's not the most, but it's not thou shalt not kill. But it's you know it's somewhere in the middle. Hot dogs are that's an important one for you. Yeah, it's it an is. important one for you. If, if you just if you just give me hot dogs, we're off on the wrong foot. I'm going to need a little bit more. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance is proud to support vets with its annual Keys to Progress Vehicle Giveaway Program. Now celebrating nine years of donating vehicles, helping vets in need. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. Let's do a, a quick phone call here. Let's go to Ventura and JC. JC, you're on with Travis Slee. What's up, JC? Travis, I, um, I'm just going to let you know. Go ahead. Bet the money line on the Rams. They're going to take this thing down this weekend. And the other thing, I was wondering why Cheez-Its are getting such a bad rap. That's how my wife got me chili cheeses and some beer. It was on. (laughs) Seven kids later, we're still together. There you go. All right. I appreciate that. magic touch right there. Different strokes for different folks. That's for sure. That is for sure, especially when it comes to food and love. (laughs) But those things have to, to come together at one point or another. Um. He said, "Definitely bet the Rams." I look, I, you you stopped me earlier today, Slee, when I said I love the matchup this weekend. I really, really do. 
Mm-hmm. I, I think that the Rams have played against uh, Tom Brady and Tampa twice in the last two years, both well, this year at the Coliseum, or at SoFi, yeah. and they, they won the game. Matt Stafford was great through four touchdown passes. Rams were in complete control of that game all afternoon. Uh, the other one was a little bit later in the season, the year before, Jared Goff into Tampa, and the Rams actually kind of made a couple of mistakes late in the game. They kept giving Tom Brady another chance to do what he does, right? And he couldn't. And that's why I like this Rams team against that Bucks team because of Aaron Donald, because of Leonard Floyd. Both of them sacked him the last time that they played together. Vaughn Miller is here now. Greg Gaines in the middle is playing at an incredibly high level this season. You've got Jalen Ramsey. You've got some guys that are really kind of starting to feel what this defense is about. I'm not crazy, Al. I get that Tom Brady's the bad man of bad men, right? Mm-hmm. The greatest quarterback of all time. I really like this for the Rams. I do think – I agree with J.C. I think they go in there. I think they win that game, and I think they're playing in the NFC Championship. I, I, I like this matchup infinitely more than I would like a matchup against Green Bay or against San Francisco. So I, I think it's tough to take. Not that you, you, know, you shouldn't take what the Rams have already done against Tampa in the regular season, but I think the regular season's different. Let me just use as an example sure. that week three uh, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which we kind of made the argument for a long portion of this season, that was their best win of the year. And then they went out and got the win against Arizona, and that kind of changed things a little bit. And then eventually, obviously, we saw what they did this past, uh, this past Monday. It's tough for me to take too much from a regular season game because I think anytime you play Tom Brady and and, and in this case just playing Tampa they're going to pace themselves a certain way during the regular season they'll be a different team when it comes to the postseason we saw that last year I think that's the most important thing you just mentioned the pressure you put on Tom Brady if the if Tom Brady feels the pressure, and this is actually going to go, fall along the same line with Matt Stafford. If Stafford is kicking back and having a burger and some fries um, like he was against Arizona and had all day to kind of do whatever he wants, and you had enough of a balance where you didn't really know, okay, are they handing the ball off and getting five yards, or is he going to throw the ball and get 15 yards? They kind of were able to do whatever they want, and they had the lead the entire game. So that obviously, all those are, are a big piece of the pie. I think the amount of pressure that goes on Tom Brady, and I'm talking about that front line, and, and, and play it the same way with Matt Stafford, that could very, very easily dictate the game. But I, I hesitate to say that what they've done already against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the regular season is going to be a, a mirror image of what you're going to see coming up. I, I think it's going to be completely different. Okay, don't think too much about this. Yep. Just re, re, react to this. Mm-hmm. If the Rams had lost to Arizona, the season's a failure. I think everybody would have No question about that. it. Yep. If the Rams win the Super Bowl, duh, it's a success. Yep. I think that even if they get to the NFC Championship game in Green Bay and lose to Aaron Rodgers, it's really hard to say, hey, you failed. That That is a really tough putt. This, this game, if they lose on Sunday to the mm-hmm. Bucks, mm-hmm. this season is what? I'm probably going to be too extreme the other way. I think it's a failure, and it's no questions asked. And I just look at it this way, Trav. The conversation, I mean, even if you go play the Packers a week from this this weekend and you lose against the Green Bay Packers, just think about, and I know it's hard. I know it's difficult. I know how tough it is to win a Super Bowl. I know how tough it is to just get to a Super Bowl. But think about the conversation all season long. Think about the expectations for the Rams all season long. 
this that's why it's like I I don't even pause when I talk about Tampa because you also had an opportunity during the regular season to control your own destiny and play this game at SoFi. You failed at doing that, and maybe that is the difference of the game. And we'll, we'll kind of wait and see. Could but be. would you be shocked if it's a close game in the fourth quarter and they lost by a field goal? And you're kind of looking at it and saying, "Man, if that game was at SoFi, do they win that game?" I, I don't have the answer to it, but. There was moments this year where you kind of controlled your own destiny. What I'm referring to there is you lost the last game against the Niners that cost you home field. You played the Packers earlier this year, and that that game against the Packers could have potentially also dictated whether that game would be at SoFi or it's not. I don't hesitate on this because they have an expectation coming into the season that if last season you you know lost to the Packers in Green Bay in that divisional round, and then this year you lost to the Tampa Bay in the divisional round, I, I think you've gone nowhere. You're neutral, and you, you just have less picks, and obviously Stafford's here. Yeah, I, I think it's the – look, it's Tom Brady. It's the road. It's a really tough question. I, I think it's a success because of who the opponent is. I, 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 is it what you're looking for? No. Can you come back and roll it again? Yeah. And feel pretty good about it, yeah, because of what you just said. I, it's a missed opportunity to be sure, but I, I don't feel like it was a failure the way it would be a failure had they lost to Arizona. The way it would be a failure if, look, if they play San Francisco in the NFC Championship game, they need to win that game. I know they've lost to him six times in a row, and I hate that matchup. They need to beat the sixth seed. They need to be able, like you said, at home, all of these things. But this I don't get the matchup thing. Because the I, I, don't, I don't get the angle of the matchup because – how are you supposed to get to the Super Bowl without playing those teams? So, like, th- 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 this isn't a surprise or a shock. This was always the path or the road. If, if, I, if I gave you an example with the Lakers, Lakers, I know it's a completely different story. But if they're going to – if in the first round they play the Phoenix Suns and they get knocked out, and you're gonna, or let's say the Golden State Warriors and they get knocked out, and the conversation is, well, they went up against the Warriors, well, you're, you're going to have to go through those teams at some point anyways – I don't think because they had lost to Tampa and it was on the road should be a reason why that kind of sways you from it was it was a successful does, season though. or not successful. Yeah, no, I think it does. I, I think that it's the quarterback more than anything. It's Tom. If you lose, there's no shame in losing to Tom Brady, right? There, there's incredible value in beating him. But if you lose a game to Tom Brady, who is still at the peak of his powers, I'm not going to look and say you know failure. Nah, not really. Not really disappointing. Absolutely, but it's not a failure. It, it, I, I just have a hard – I'm not going to lie, Slee. I'm a little distracted. Um, it is a This failure. is important. Yeah. We, we, fine. The, 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 this, is, this is important. We've got a phone call that's going to go straight to the front of the list. We're going to do it next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.